Brother Don. God bless you for here being here this morning. I'd like to take your Bible and turn to the book of Philippians, if you would, please. Fourth chapter and verse 13. Okay, everybody ready? I can do what? How? Does what? Strengthen me. On title this, I can. The Lord is alive, and I tell you, he's speaking. He woke me up at 12 this morning talking to me, and I got ready and came on up here to church. But I want you to know your God is alive and he wants to show manifestation in your life. He wants to show some pictures in your life. If we're going to affect this world, it's going to have to be the manifestation of the Spirit. Jesus told me, he said, it's not about you, it's about me. I'm the one you got to look to. Listen, if you focus on Jesus, and first thing you know, you'll start hearing things from God that we need to hear. Let me share something, another translation here. Is it says, goes along with this, it I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and I am equal to anything through Christ who infuses me in my inward spirit. I am all sufficiency in Christ's sufficiency. Can you say amen? Amen. The Bible said as many as led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. Sister Blackman, some of you may not remember her, but uh, she lived up in Arkansas and got the Holy Ghost, and she wanted a Pentecostal church in her community, and it wasn't one there. So her and some of the other women started going from house to house and through the cities and trying to gather some money and some information, things like that. And they come to, a, as they're going through this city, they come to this nightclub, and she says, I'm going in there. And the other lady said, we're not going in there. We're not going in that place. She says, I'm a-going. They said, well, you go by yourself because we're not going. She says, I'm a-going. She went in there and got their attention. How I many you know that them men, the money in their pocket belonged to God? Can you say amen? All the world in the world belongs to God. She went in there and told them what her mission was and what she was looking for. And she was surprised at the huge offering she got. Most people wouldn't do that. Jesus went and ate with sinners and all types of people, and he was criticized for it. Now there's a church in Granish, Arkansas, a little brick church way out in the country, a Pentecostal church filled with the Holy Ghost. Peggy and I have been there. Her grandson preached down at the other church. He became a pastor of the United Pentecostal Organization. Eventually he became a presbyter where he retired because his grandmother said, I can. Can you say, I can? The strength is not of yours. The strength is who? Our ability is not of our ability, but our ability is of God and what God is inside of us. God wants to show you something. I'm excited this morning. I can't hardly talk. Rhonda A., not Rhonda A., but Rhonda Mollum said something. I believe it was a Wednesday night in the Bible study class. 
She'd had a dream. Somebody ought to say, if you're old, you ought to start praying for dreams. Amen? The Bible said you have, you'd have dreams. And you young people ought to be getting prophecy from God, getting things from God. And she had a dream. And, and she woke up and asked God what that dream was. And God gave her the dream. God wants to give you dreams, and he wants to answer your dreams. He wants to give you a picture of a manifestation of the power of God. Like it throughout this Bible, that was mentioned this morning about Brother Sam's message. You don't want to call this the Old Testament. You want to call it the First and the Second Testament. All of it's in God. God, from the very beginning, gives people wonderful, dominant things to share with people. He wants to do that with you and I. The wonderful things of God. How many believe something wonderful is going to happen to you today? Something's already wonderful happened to you when you got up this morning. Our daddy used to tell us, anytime you get up in the morning and get both feet on the floor, you know that it's going to be a good day when you got up this morning. A guy told me one time, said the devil's sitting on the side of my bed every morning when I wake up trying to get me into something. You need to resist that kind of spirit. Amen? You, you don't need that kind of spirit sitting on the side of your bed and trying to get you in trouble. Paul makes a statement of faith. I can. I forgot which one of the little grandbabies, Marquise and Holly, he was saying, I can't, I can't. And Gina said, don't say I can't, say I can. He says, I can, but I can't. <laughs> the devil don't want you to hear from God. He don't want you to be a doer of the word of God. He don't want you to speak the word of God in the face of your tragedy and disaster because he knows what's going to be the results. Amen. I can. I can. Mark 10, 35. James and John tells Jesus, said, we want to set one on the right hand and the other one want to set on the left hand when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said, can you drink of the cup that I'm going to drink from? Can you be baptized with the baptism that I'm going to be baptized with? And you ought to read about Jesus' cup he drank from and about the baptism he was baptized with. And what did they say? What did you say, Sister Linda? Say it again. I or we can drink of the cup that you're going to drink from. We can also be baptized with the baptism you're going to be baptized with. He says, you don't know what you ask, but surely you will do it. Listen, church, when we make a statement of faith on the Word of God and what God says, He's going to tell you, surely you will do it. I mean, believe you, surely your prayers are going to come to pass. Surely you can do what God said He'd do. The devil says you can't. Your mind says you can't. Your flesh says you can't. But the Word of God says you can. And they did. They, they did drink to that bitter cup. But, they, but then he tells them, they're set on the right hand and the left hand, not mine for, to, for give, to give. I can't give you that. They said, we are well able. We can. All things are possible with what? With you if you believe. All things. You'll say all things are possible with me because I believe. I know I can. Praise God of the blessings of God, the wonderful blessings of God. We're sorry to hear about Chappie's passing away. We visited him yesterday afternoon, been there a few days, but 
God is with the family. God gives us victory through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's where our victory comes from. It's Jesus Christ. Consider the extent of a Christian life and its ability. He is able to undergo every trial. God gives us the ability to undergo every trial we face. Not only that, he makes all things sufficient for us. Not only that, he gives us the victory to overcome any situations in our life. He gives us sufficient energy to perform all duties he has given us. Let me read you something from Isaiah 57 and 15. Thus saith the Lord, the high and lofty one that inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy places with him also that is a contract and humble spirit to revive their spirit. How many believe that God has revived your spirit? If he has not revived our spirit from time to time, church, we wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't be enjoying the presence of God today, but he revived our spirit. And it goes on to say something else here, to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contract one. Listen, if you've been down and out and you raised up today, you ought to shout hallelujah. I believe with Brother Don this morning, we should put our hands together. Didn't the Bible say, and we'll get to that again in a minute, the Bible said, all you people do what? Clap your hands and do what? And make a what? Some people say, well, I just don't feel, I don't feel that, dude. I was at a conference one time, and the guy said, you go down to the hardware store and get you a piece of lead and carry it in your pocket, and you'll always feel lead. Huh? We're to be a doer of the word, whether we feel it or not. All you people do what? Come on. I need to lay this down. tell you when we do that the change is going to be broken it moves God to break forth what cannot be broken forth no other way if you got a set of hands them hands belong to him you say I can't play an instrument you got a ten string instrument you can make a joyful noise under the Lord you ought not just do it in the church you ought to do it when you're at home you ought to shout when you're at home Praise God. The Lord is talking to us. Psalms 113, verse 5 and 6. Who is likened unto the Lord our God, who dwelleth on high. Well, I know he liveth up yonder, but I'm going to show you something else here in verse 6. Who humbles himself. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> to behold the things that is not only in heaven, but in earth. He not only dwells in the lofty places and high, but he dwells in the lowly things in earth. That's you and I. He dwells in us. He's alive. And he's alive forevermore. See Paul Carver and Holly here? We're expecting something miraculous, right? We're expecting something right. <laughs> Sister Sue went to... A doctor one time, she asked him, I mean, you know, please to be bold and courageous. The world don't like that, and your friends don't like that. But the Bible says that the lion is bold. 
he goes about seeking whom he may devour. But the church of God is bold as a lion. She asked him, said, have you prayed this morning? He said, I prayed I, early this morning before I come to surgery. Is that right, Sister Sue? She wanted to know if the person who's going to be touching her had done been in contact with God. Listen, you ought to be bold and pray about the surgeon that's going to do the surgery on you, Paul. And you pray about the chief physician to guide his hand as he goes through that praise God. Hallelujah. The wonderful things of God. A visible peach picture and a voice from God, what we need to have. Some people say, well, I don't need a picture. I'm sorry. I don't want to cross swords with you, but you need a picture. You need a vision. You need to hear a voice from God. You need to hear that. Acts 4 said, they asked for boldness. The righteous is bold as a lion. They asked for boldness. Now, they already got the Holy Ghost. But they asked for what? How many of you need a little boldness in your life? You need a little boldness in your life. You have not because you're not asking. If you'll start asking for boldness, and I want you to watch what the Scripture says. They ask for boldness. Give us boldness that we might speak God's Word with boldness. How many of you the power is in the Word? When you speak the Word in faith, the power is in the world. We don't do the work. Even Jesus says, I don't do the work. They said, show us the Father that satisfies. We want to see the Father. He was a picture of the Father. He said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And that's why he did so many miracles, signs, and wonders, pictures, boldness he spoke. And it all come to pass as he spoke the things of God. Then it says in verse 30, stretch forth thy hand. Now, they're praying for this. Stretch forth thy hand to heal, asking Jesus to do this. And signs and wonders may be done in the name of thy holy child Jesus. That ought to be our prayers. Give us boldness that when we stretch forth our hands, there will be something happen. Signs, miracles, and wonders. We ought to pray. I, I, I guess I'm going to have to put this in my memory somewhere. I keep losing it. How fast do light travel? 500 and something thousand miles per second? Listen, you can speak for somebody that's 100 miles away and get results. That's the Word of God. That's the Word of God. You can speak it and see something happen. Then verse 31 says, And when they had prayed, Oh, I'll tell you. In the book of Chronicles, it said, When they sought the Lord with all their heart, Brother Michael, everything they touched prospered. When their heart was in it, Everything they touch prospered because if your heart's in it, your heart is where God is and God does the work. We don't have to do the work. I want to try to share with you this morning. Too many people are trying to do the work of God and in their flesh instead of letting God do the work. He's the only one that can do the work and sufficiency. He, he does these things. Listen to what they said here. And when they had prayed, what happened? Anybody following along there? When they prayed, what happened? The place shook. Wouldn't it be wonderful when we pray here on Sunday morning and start having services on Sunday night again? When we pray, this place would shake. Huh? 
How many of you know that while they were so successful because God gave them more than what they asked for? They just asked for boldness to lay on hand for miracles, signs, and wonders. But when they prayed, a visible sign and a picture from God came down from heaven and shook that place. Just shook that place. People said, well, that was back then. I, I believe God the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I believe Jesus told, said, go tell Pilate I walk today and I'm going to walk tomorrow. I believe he's saying what I did then, I'll do what? I'll do it now. What I've done through them, I'll do what? I'll do through you. And the place was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they all spoke the word of God with boldness. And with great power gave the apostles. You find a lot of that in the four gospels. He gave them the authority. How many believe that God has given you authority over things in your life? The wonderful things of God. I'm looking for greater things to happen before I leave this world. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. I'm expecting it. Now let's go about how important it is to pray and worship God together. Together. One chase a thousand, two chase how many? To get praise in our hearts. Acts 16 and verse 22. All their clothes were rent off of them, and they were commanded to be beaten. Now, in the Roman, this the Romans is ones doing up. The Jews had 39 stripes, but the Romans had no limits. Because the Bible said there in the scripture, they beat them with many stripes. We don't know how many times they was beaten. And the Romans beat them naked. They pulled off, and it says right there, they ran all their clothes off of them. And there they are naked. And we don't know how many stripes they've got bitten, but they've been beaten with many stripes. And they are bloody, sore, and hurting. And they put them in prison and put their feet in stocks. In other words, it's just wood stocks. And there they are. I want you to get this picture. Such crisis in their lives, all because they cast out a demon out of a person. Here they're in this situation. Bloody, hurting, and probably said one to another, let us what? Let us do what? Let us sing. Let us sing. I mean, no, I don't know what it does, but it's something about singing. Well, Brother Billy, I can't sing. Well, you're looking at one here can't sing, and you're looking at one over Brother Melvin. He, he don't hear me right now. He don't want to hear this, but he can't sing neither. He can't sing. Ed Parker can't sing. You can tell him I said that. He, he can't sing neither. Go down to the other church. When they first got in the church, we was going to get together, and Peggy's going to teach us to sing. I don't know what you call a three. What do you call a three? A threesome? Yeah, a threesome. That was a threesome that bummed out. One day she told us, said, we're quitting this. <laughs> Y'all can't sing, and there's no need us to go on further on this. Huh? But she did that. And there's no need us to go on. <laughs> Y'all can't. But I'm going to tell you, all people can clap their hands and make melody in their heart and make a joyful unto the Lord. And I don't know where Paul and Silas could sing like the praise and worship team. Or the Taylor family. I don't know whether you can sing or not. 
But I know there's one thing you can do. You can put your hands together. You can clap your hands. And you can make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And as they sang in that terrible situation, God shows up, hallelujah, and gives a manifestation of the power, the visible power of God. It's time for us to see the invisible God come down and make a visible statement in our lives, in our churches, and in our jobs, and everywhere we go, he came down and did what they couldn't do because they prayed and worshiped God. He moved in such a mighty way, the shackles fell off. Earthquake came. Jail doors fell off, and they was all free. You ought to shout hallelujah. Oh, if you ought to get your hands together sometime when you got a problem. I'm not exempt to problem. Reading Peggy's not here. She just can't. She's in the bed. Just, it's a bad situation. But I want you to know God's alive, and there's time we have to sing when we don't feel like singing. There's a saying, the time you got to shout, you don't feel like and the Bible said there's people of God that will not reap a harvest because they're noticing the weather or the wind. In other words, I just don't feel like it. Make yourself do it whether you want to it or not. Come on now. Amen. Glory to God. Come on, you, you ought to be shouting. If you want the jailhouse to break open, you want things to break open you've never seen happen before, it's time to sing and pray and worship God. Glory to God. As you all know, I was in the Navy. Every time that ship got under the way, I got seasick. They tell me, they said, it's all in your head, man. I said, it may be, but it's coming from here. I had to go up since I was the refrigeration man. Over all of that, I had to go up to the forward worst part of the ship because when that thing come up and tremble. You get the picture? I carried a bucket with me. I'd lay down and vomit in that bucket. You said, why didn't you go to bed? You could not go to bed. If you didn't show up for duty, it was a captain's mask. You had to do hard labor. Seasickness was not an excuse. I thank God for that experience. I didn't like it then, but I found out now. There's times you've got to get up and sort of shake yourself, hallelujah, and say, I can I will. And when you speak faith, your God of faith will come down and shake your arm and set you free like you've never been free before. I don't remember which one it was now, whether Gabriel or Benjamin. I can, but I can't. But you can with Christ's strength in your life. And that's not the end of the story. The Philippian jailer's whole household was baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost because of the midnight singing in a cell. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't know what's going to happen when we start singing and praising God. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. Praise God. Praise ye the Lord. All the prisoners heard it. They heard it, the singing and the praisings of God. I'm going to share another story with you, and I feel like they need to come and let's just worship the Lord. His name is Peter Cotwright. He was evangelist of his time, <clears throat> very popular evangelist. 
We're walking down the streets one night. He saw this nightclub. So they goes in, and they had a band going. Drinking was going on, dancing, just having a big time. He went over and sat down at a table. This young lady walked over and looked at him and said, Would you like to dance with me? He said, Yes, I would. said, I love dancing. Now, you think a man of God, Brother Michael, he shouldn't be in there, right? As many as led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Sometimes God will lead you a place that your flesh don't want to go, and sometimes he's going to lead you a place that you thought was illegal to go. I don't recommend going to a nightclub unless you're led by the Spirit of God. But if you're led by the Spirit of God, something miraculous is going to happen. He got up and grabbed her and said, he said, I got a real good tight hold on her. I pulled her up real close to me, and I hugged her good and tight. He said, now, listen, I like to pray before I dance. This is a true story. You find this in the book, Cure of All Eels. If you got an eel this morning, I guarantee you God's got the cure. He ain't got to go up yonder and get it. He doesn't have to call some specialists in. He, he got the cure. I love the lesson this morning. Ken done a wonderful job about the man who was hooked on drugs, ran to the altar, and immediately and suddenly the Holy Ghost fell on him. Cured him, never had no withdrawals of anything. You ought to hear that story. He said, as I began to pray, the glory of the Lord fell. The people playing the instruments on the stage, some of them threw them down and run out the back door, and some of them fell on the floor. Those that was on the floor said, my God, my God, what's happening to this place? And they fell on the floor. The power of God had power over anything in this world. As they began to pray, the God began to move. He gave a manifestation of his power and his glory. I tell you, they were changed. <laughs> and it wasn't that juice going in, but it was the power of God coming down. How many believe that God is all powerful in all things? It don't matter what everybody. If you have a need this morning, God has your what you need right now. He hadn't got to go get it. He done done it. So they're going to come and worship, and I want you to put your hands together and worship God and expect something good to happen. Expect something good to happen. Praise God. There's so much to be said. And while they're coming, let me share something about Jacob. He'd run away from home. You all know the story about him. He's laying in the howling wilderness, and all he's got is his head on a stone as they're coming. And all of a sudden... God appears. How many sometimes at God, how many could give a testimony all of a sudden you was in a howling wilderness and you was, I remember Sister Sue said one time she sat on that, right out there somewhere with a little house. She sat, looked out across this field and began to pray. Was that right? She didn't know what she was praying about. She knew there was something happening in her spirit. Could that have anything to do with this, what's being here today? Huh? As he laid there, there was a ladder, a stairway from earth to heaven angels was going up and down sister Jean they was going up and down and he looked up and he saw Jesus the Bible said he saw Jesus saw the Lord standing on the top of the ladder and I want you to notice what he said he said Jacob I'm with you wherever you go I'm going to stay with you I don't care what happens in your life I'm going to be with you until I finish the work I've started in your life you said what's the meaning of that 
God is showing the manifestation of the power of God and giving him a picture that God is not only the God in the heavens, but he's the God on the earth. Not only is he that, his angels are in heaven and his angels is on the earth there to help us. I mean, note you're never by yourself. You're never by yourself. Uncle James and Aunt Anne was going down the road one time, I think between here and Texas County on 59, and, and the car hydroplaned. It just hydroplaned. He lost control of it. It run off the road and run up an embankment. He was nothing he could do. And Sister Alma, she said, I said, Jesus! Said it looked like that God had just picked that car up and set it right back on the road. Brother Clyde testified one time about a tractor tire he couldn't get back on. He just sat back and said, God, I got to have some help. He said it looked like that tire just by itself jumped up on there. When you call that name, you call calling all power in heaven and earth. You're calling all the angels to come down that's already there and join in with what you're in. Praise God. So God bless you. Be blessed in the Lord and bless him back, okay? God bless you today. I what? I can. I can. Okay. God bless you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Not through. Sister Tammy, I'm not through. I forgot this. Hallelujah. I'm not a partner with Sid Ross. How many know who Sid Roth is? He's a Jew filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He has a program called Supernatural. He, he believed God is not ordinary. God is supernatural. And here he says right here, a thousand people, immigrants from Ukraine, came to one of their services as they came to Israel. They came to one of our services. He said, The glory was the strongest I have ever witnessed at outreach and I have ever felt in my life. Eighty percent, which was 950, received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I want you to watch this. They had left Ukraine, fleeing from Ukraine for their lives and lost everything. But when they got to Israel where the supernatural power of God was, they got the greatest gift in the world, the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the fire of God had set them free. He said, I've never in all of my experience seen something like it in my life. You say, what does that mean? It means God is increasing in the latter days. He's pouring out his spirit like he never had before. Large numbers were instantly healed. Only God can do this. Oh, all you need is a move of God to get healed. All you need is a move of God to fill you with the Holy Ghost and fire and set you free. Glory to God. I mean, believe that you got children away from him. All you got to do is pray. I tell you, the Holy Ghost will show up on them. So when the Lord is rich, I... I Iranians, they probably didn't know what they'd got into. They left one tragedy and got right into the blessed blessing in the world. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God bless you for being here. Praise the Lord.